Bells, I heard, I heard through the grapevine that there's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. And, and, and they said, you know, that the, the, the pullout game is weak. Like, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time believing that any of these, you know, people that try to infiltrate WLR that aren't very sexy know anything about a pullout game. I'm having a very hard time coming to terms with that. This show is only for the sexiest of the sexy ladies and gentlemen, the sexiest people on the planet, WLR, dripping with sex. That's what it's all about here. The sexiest of the sexiest and the smartest of the smartest. What's going on? My name is Billy Ray Valentine. This is the Wednesday Locker Room. Hami Media, what's going on? PW Hustle Networks. And I'm here with the dude, the doctor of thundernomics, ladies and gentlemen. And he spelled it out right there. And that's for your benefit and mine. So that way I won't trip over it. He's just like, let me spell it out for stupid ass Billy Ray so he can get it right for once in his life. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Welcome back to your show. What's going on? Well, yeah, as we all know, Billy Ray is like some sort of reptilian robot, artificial intelligence. So you gotta you gotta give him the word prompt and and you know, he followed through like a good little chatbot that he is. Anyway, oh uh, <laughs> did you I mean was it you Striz that sent it in the in the in the chat of uh of Mitch McConnell getting turned off? <laughs> yeah. God yeah, bless I Mitch McConnell. Don't want to make, don't make fun. I'm 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 not a fan of Mitch McConnell, of course. I don't know anybody who is, but regardless, you don't want to see something like that happen. But there was a video on 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 the internet on whatever, man, it's social media of yeah. this woman coming over and tapping him on the arm and it went din 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 that like <laughs> And he shut down right after that, which was uh, interesting to say the least. Bellows, I'm going to turn it back over to you, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, man, good to be back here in the locker room, as always. Although, I got to say, had a rough day at work today. I'm kind of sad. Like, everything's falling apart for yours truly, right? Like, the, the few things, the handful of things that I care about outside of friends and family, the Mets literally <laughs> falling apart by the day. Like, by the hour, I think they just traded the, the, the Mr. Met. To the Phillies for some weird reason. They've traded <laughs> everyone. They've got nothing going on for the foreseeable future. And then obviously we all know I'm a I'm a Marvel nerd. The MCU is completely falling apart and is basically just the dregs of entertainment at this stage of the game. And then obviously my favorite president's going to jail. So like there's a lot of things not <laughs> not going so hot for your boy right now. <laughs> and um otherwise like I mean I'm in a good enough place to where like it's not really hitting me that hard yet, but I'm seeing a trend line here and it's not it's not so great. Well, your internet is crappy too. Is it? It wasn't crappy before. Meaning before when we used to do WLR, but for some reason it's 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 either mine or yours, and it's very possible that it's mine. Okay. But yours you were cutting off now. a little yourself before. I know, dude. And I got Verizon in here. I got Verizon in here to to get a new modem. Right. And I got an extender in the kitchen where it is. I freaking uh, do this. 
and it still doesn't work properly. I am I am uh, connected into a hard line right now, and it still doesn't work properly. And they want me to believe that they went to the freaking moon. I don't believe it. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. All right, go ahead, sir. Nah, I got nothing else other than, of course, yes. to introduce the the third of leg of this tripod, <laughs> right. the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, he comes to us from the island of Rhode by way of the Denver airport. He mm. stands at six feet, 6.6 inches tall, weighing in at an unbelievably svelte 666 pounds, Ooh. all biceps. That's right. He is the master of the massive memories, the connoisseur of colossal kajungas, and the hunker of huge <laughs> he's sexy he's stranglery strangler steve yeah! <laughs> boom boom <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, my friend. That's awesome again, per usual. It's become the usual. It's like always an A-plus now. That's, that's, it's kind of hard to beat it every week now that you do it like that. That's so, right. Uh, that's, that's, that's like, what do you call that? Like, that's your baseline. I'm back, in, I'm back in the groove now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, yeah, you, the, you got the pipes all oiled up and ready to go, and it sounds good. Yeah, like I say, I feel bad for your neighbors every week having to hear that, but I'm like but I right enjoy up it. against their wall too. Like, their it, wall is right here. <laughs> but I and, and since I enjoy it, isn't that really all that matters? That's, That's all, all that matters. matters. It is That's, the summer of Striz. It is. Yeah, I've been hanging and banging, brother. I mean, I've been on so many shows now. Like Big Ray and the vet want to have me on the their show, but unfortunately, I found out Big Ray's been screwing with the votes and putting in a bunch of, of fake yeses. So. Yeah, I think he's disqualified himself well, hey, from ever hey, having listen, me on the show. Hey, listen, if you should so. challenge those votes, you could, in fact, go to federal prison. So I know, right? Yeah, I might, I might get impeached from uh, the Wednesday locker room if I even bring it up. And so, let me tell you, let me tell you, uh, uh, um, I, you know, uh, unfortunately, I, I, I'll wear a Jack Smith. I think that's his name, Jack Smith. I, I, I'll wear that shirt proudly, bro. And unfortunately, <laughs> if, if, if you get if you get caught challenging votes, don't you dare questioning this. I'm gonna have to bring up federal charges. Well, you know, I, I oh. have a whistleblower who, in good faith, <laughs> oh, showed me some sort of blower, the receipts. Sure. I have some receipts, <laughs> and uh, the whistleblower is somebody we all know in the Hamid Media Group by the name of uh, Colin Wysong, and he showed me a bunch of uh, receipts <laughs> of uh, account, dummy accounts that Ray runs that he was dinging yes on him. those things. So, Hi, Colin. oh, I do too. I, he's got no reason to to lie to me. So, uh, unfortunately. Ray Dunn screwed the pooch on this one, and unfortunately, you got to take it out. Jamie, the vet who's done nothing wrong, <laughs> he's the one who's going to end up really being the one that's hurt in this situation. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was just thinking that because I got to say, when I went, when I looked at the poll, it was honestly a hard call for yours truly, right? It's my baby. It's still the next level wrestling podcast. I gave birth to it. It's out in the world. It's the out creator, there doing its thing, and I'd love to have the on. The the original original the 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 creator the architect the cornerstone of the next level wrestling podcast, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't know, now you're gonna know it's that man right there. That that's yeah. me, most definitely. And the vet is cool as shit. 
I've had yeah, I've had the opportunity to uh, to to you know to be on the podcast with him and uh, right. yeah I mean all of those things are you know some huge pluses, but no one should ever have to endure Big Ray Hernandez ever. <laughs> so I I went with well, a no because hashtag save the Striz. Well, he, <laughs> he done he done okay. fucked it up for himself and for the vets. So unfortunately, listen I I know I know that not getting the Striz is tough. I get it. But as a consolation prize, if I can make it, I'll go on. All right. I go on all the time. I know it's not much. I know it's like a fun size Snickers compared to like the giant size Snickers. I get it. All right. right. But I had to offer Snickers. I had had to offer right Twix thing. Yeah. Right. Hungry. Why wait? You know, if you're irritable, eat a Snickers, you know, and and I have, you know, the, 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 the fun size. And that's, you know, unfortunately, you know, um, that's all I can offer. (laughs) <laughs> but but I am here, you know. Actually, I'm not going to be around on Wednesdays. But in 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 you know, in perpetuity, I might I may do it. We're going to talk about SummerSlam today because it's coming up on Saturday, and I am very excited to be honest with you. I'm excited to sit down with my boy and watch it. We're going to have fun. Hopefully, if we're home, I, I think we'll we'll be home for it. But uh, it, you know, we're going to try to be. So I'm I'm going to get a cauliflower pizza, and we're going to get some wings. Oh, and- nice. And I'm going to sit down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't have a choice, Bells. I don't have a choice. I would have a regular pizza like a regular human being, but I can't do that. So I have to I have to just, you know, get, eat the cauliflower pizza. I know, I know it's a disgrace being that I am from New York and all, but it is what it is what it is, right? Okay, so we're getting the cauliflower pizza with, with a bottle of water. Really sucks, but that's the way it's going to go down. My kid's going to be able to eat whatever he wants. We're going to watch Roman Reigns beat Jey Uso. But more importantly, I want to watch Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. We're going to talk Ugh. about Cody Rhodes. We have to talk about the man, the man that got screwed out of the WWE title in WrestleMania, the biggest um, um, screw-up in WrestleMania in, in WWE history, and they've had many screw-ups throughout the course of, of uh, Vince McMahon running this company. Many, many screw-ups, but that, my friend, was the biggest one, and it's playing itself out as such. But we're going to follow Cody Rhodes week to week and see where he is, you know, and evaluate where he's going. We'll talk about the documentary. I didn't finish watching it, but I started to, and I'm almost I'm more than halfway through it, and I loved it. But we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about SummerSlam, and we're going to talk about Triple H calling AEW a subpar company. We should start with that, unless there are any objections. I saw Bello raise his hand like, like a Jesus Christ painting doing this thing. What's it was up, more bro? of a shrug. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, why not start there? And is, is this really all that controversial? I mean, is the game, the cerebral assassin, the king of kings, the ass kicker, the COO, he's out mm-hmm. here just killing things. And, uh, and as usual, he's right on the money. Yeah, AEW, subpar company. And uh, yeah. Triple H, man, he's he knows the shit. Stress. You be nice. Why don't you be nice to AEW? You can. You can be nice and still tell the truth. I mean, they, they, you sometimes you got to take the one on the chin if you want to grow. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. sometimes you have to hear unpleasant things if you want to be in the category. You know, the the growth area, and you got to hear the things that you don't like. And uh, Triple H isn't wrong when he says that AEW is a subpar company. And I know he thinks that sometimes about WWE because you can see from the ratings from when. He was in charge when Vince took that year off, you know, and um, the, the ratings did a lot better. The creative was a lot better. Even house shows attendance were up 
you know, you know, historically speaking. So, um, you know, he knows what he's talking about. He's a student of the game. He's been around a million years. He's learned from the, all the best in the industry. And he knows what he's doing. So to call AEW a subpar company, that's not knocking AEW. That's maybe what it should do is put a fire to Tony Khan's ass to be better. But will it? No. He just doesn't know how to be better. But he he there's no desire to be better. It's because this is what it is. It's just his hobby. And I've said this before on quite a few shows is that Tony Khan is so rich that he only has AEW to have a hobby. He's not trying to make money with it. And he's not trying to grow the company. He wants to be a booker of a full-time pro wrestling TV company. And he is. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Because if he needed to do it to make money, he'd have to do it a lot better. Because if he was depending on the ratings and stuff to make a living off of it, he'd be doing a lot harder. Because we've seen his ratings decline over the last four years now since his company's been in existence. If it was a real company, they probably would have been taken off a of TV by now, but he's probably willing to cover every single cost and then some just to keep it going. And, and that's a good thing, right, for the wrestlers. The, the, the wrestlers should, especially, you know, the, the ones with some clout, should sit down with them and say, hey, listen, um, let's have a talk. Let's try to fix this. Let's try to do things. I'm sure that's happened somewhere along the way, but eventually at some point they're going to say, and throw their hands up and go, I'm not losing my job over trying to make this guy. If you if, if this is what he thinks is good and he's willing to pay me my two fifty a year to keep my mouth shut, then I'm just gonna take my paycheck and Yeah. And and, and I do home. I do think he means well. I do think he, he wants to. I, I don't think it's just a it might all right. I, I think you're right. It is just a hobby for him, but it's a hobby that he really enjoys and he wants to do well. I'm sure he loves it. He just doesn't know how. He doesn't know right. how. He does, right. not that it's not, doesn't know how. He's booking what he thinks is awesome. Yes. He thinks the show's great. Because he, he, he wouldn't go right. out there and be like, boy, I don't like that. Everything that he's put out there is like, this is exactly how what I would have wanted to watch when I was in third grade. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, some things just don't make sense. They're nonsensical. To be honest, like, I mean, a lot of professional wrestling is common sense. It, it really it is. Like, if, if you're, if you're going to lay out a, a professional wrestling storyline or, or, or what to do, it's just common sense. Right. And, and you follow it. But there's a lot of people that don't have the common sense personally. Um, and uh, unfortunately, that's what we're seeing over at AEW. And, and it's 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 a it's a mess. It's a, like it, we just don't understand what's going on nine times out of ten. You know, there's no direction for the majority of that roster. They just sign people for the sake of signing people. And then you go there and get paid. And that's it. That's it. Right. And and they got guys like like Orange Cassidy, and I hate to pick on him. You know, I just found out that Orange Cassidy was one of the ants from Inchikara. Yeah, right. And I love those ants. So <laughs> nice. he should go back to being one of the ants, and I'd love him again. Um, and or maybe just take the title away from him and don't have him be a world beater, and I'd love him again. You know, um, because it's it's not like he's not entertaining. It's just what they're painting him as, the way they're booking him, and the way they're using him is counterproductive to that product. And there's so many ways uh, to say that, which with the talent that they have, you know, and what they've done to it. And, and I still watch on Wednesdays when I can, I come home, I, I switch it on and I try to support Saturday night, horrible time for a show. But if I'm home, I'll switch it on and take a look. I never watch the Friday show. Unfortunately, I, I just can't. Um, even if I'm home, I, I go do something else. Um, but uh, I try to support. It's just that it's, it's not, great it's it's not even good sometimes and and that goes a long way being you know that we covered wwe for as long as we did because wwe isn't great either but it does have some great things about it now right 
the whole Roman Reigns angle is is interesting and it's good and I'm invested. Sami Zayn is doing incredible work and it's good and I'm invested. I'm invested in that tag team, right? And of course, the whole Cody Rhodes story, regardless of what we think of it, whether it was supposed to go down the, that way or not, and uh, whether it's going to pay off or not, I am invested. I want to know what's going to go down. I, I like seeing Cody Rhodes on television, right? I like the story that they built up behind him, you know? Um, so these are things that, that, that get me into the product. As far as WWE goes, we don't have that in AEW. We, we don't. I, I'd like to see Daniel Bryan or, or Bryan Danielson featured differently. You know, um, or more prominently, I know he's always hurt, but damn, you know, do something. Um, may, maybe stop, you know, having ladder matches and, and, and thumbtack matches on television every other week. You know, maybe something simple like that. I don't know. Okay, Buzz, I'm going to give you some thoughts. I'm going to give it a stress to take us home with this and then we'll move on. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, a certain to a certain extent, I don't know how true a lot of these things are, but a lot of uh, uh, I was reading, uh, you know, on, on X.com now. Um, I was reading on on X. I guess there's some speculation that Cody was having some creative differences with him, and that was part of the reason that he ultimately left. Uh, and then I was also reading even more recently that like not, not only is Orange Cassidy apparently like a road agent, so like he he's like he's actually in addition to having like an on air talent, they got him you know involved in I guess the booking of or handling of matches uh, when they're on the road or whatever the case may be, which is kind of frightening to me, but. I'll, but even worse than that, I was reading that I guess Bret Hart wanted to come in and be an agent for them. Oh, and they told them they told them, no, thank you. Uh, we'd rather you be on TV, you know, like Arn or like, you know, uh, fucking Jake the Snake and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, dude, come on, guys. Like you got you got Bret Hart. He wants to be Bret an agent. He wants to help you. <laughs> you know, like that. You, that's infinitely more valuable, but they don't want him coming in and telling them what to do. They want him to come in so that they can just tell him what to do and book right. him in stupid matches and eventually have him jumping off of the rafters onto Darby Allen for some reason. Dude, if I was Tony Khan and 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 Bret Hart made me an offer like that, I'd I'd just give him the book and step away. Be like, hey, do do what you want to do. Fix this for me or help me, teach me, right? Teach, teach me how to do this because clearly I don't know how, right? Clearly I don't know how. Like, help me do something here. But no, he said no. Like, they turn. How do you turn down an offer? Well, that's like that? the problem. I mean, there's guys in under that roof that know better. Like a lot of them. Yeah. And, and they need the money, like you said. They need yeah. the money, right? Or 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 they're getting two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Who's trying to give that up? Be like, okay, yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, do what you want. That's what you want to do. Go ahead and do it. Pay me. That's it. I'm sorry. Uh, um, Bells, continue. No, no, no. I think I think we, you said let's kick it to Striz to close it out. Yeah. What up, Striz? Well, uh, <laughs> I would say, like, holy crap. I would think to myself, you know, my God, can you imagine I get to be in a booking meeting with Brett the Hitman Hart? Like, <laughs> we're yeah. going to do this together. Like, this is going to, we're going to, I'm going to learn, you know, like his dad booked Stampede for 20 years. Right. You know, so if you want to learn how to do things on a seasonal level, or you want to learn how to do things on a an annual level, I mean, it's just God the, the, the untapped knowledge that Brett was never able to give anybody because he was talent for so many years, other than maybe giving finishes to a couple guys here and there. But think of the untapped potential to have that guy's knowledge and just like his dad's knowledge and his all of his brothers and 
Yeah. You know, everybody that you ever stepped in the ring with and just be like, well, I, I don't even know where to begin with this. This is this is like a huge gift. But I don't know if it's just Tony Khan or maybe like somebody's in his ear going, no, 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 you don't want that. You don't want that. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to, obviously, I don't want to throw anybody into the bus because I don't know if it's true. It's just throwing it out there because I know Chris Jericho spends a lot of time with Tony Khan. Maybe Chris is like, no, 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 you're doing the fine on your own. Just, you know, I'll help you out. Uh, much cheaper, too. We'll save a ton of money. Oh, yeah. You know, and you know what I mean? I, I'm not I'm not saying I, that's what happens. I but know, but I'd believe it. Believe I was it, thinking you know, about this the other day. They were talking, oh, actually, yeah. about like about Jericho coming back to WWE. Potentially, somebody was, like, asking about this online. And my, my immediate thought was, like, yeah, sure, whatever. He comes back, does a reinvention angle all over again, pulls off his, like, ninth gimmick and, and gets it over wouldn't surprise me whatsoever but he's never going to do that as long as long as AEW exists he's going to be at AEW because he can fucking do whatever he wants and if AEW somehow lasts 20 years from now Chris Jericho will be wheeling his ass out there in a fucking jazzy and they'll fucking be paying him millions of dollars and Tony Khan will be fucking eating it up every single week and, and okay, it, it, probably right this is why I want the company. Well, not because they're paying Chris Jericho a million dollars, but it, it allows a lot of these wrestlers to have another option other than the WWE where they can get paid, you know, and and and, and live. Right. And and even they get to, to do what they love to do and in some way still push push the 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 wrestling product along the line. Right. To still push it down the road or whatever, even though it's not the greatest product, they, they still have some good matches. They have incredible talent. They are loaded with talent. It's just, what do you do? What do you do with it, right? And, and uh, when you get an offer like that from Bret Hart, I would take it. They got Jerry Lynn sitting there. They got Arn Anderson, uh, Dean Malenko, I think, also. I, 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 I don't know who else they got. I mean, and, and they can have anybody they want at their disposal that's not signed by the WWE. Just pull someone. Sting is in there. Freaking Sting. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he can help. But Bret Hart... His biggest fault in the in the in the industry was taking himself too seriously. That's kind of what well, you that, need. That, well, that also helped protect his legacy too, though. In my right, opinion. but that, I'm saying that's kind of what you need. Like, right what, now, what would they have done with him had he not like controlled that? Like, was was there an angle that you would have rather seen Bret Hart do than the things that he did do, or like if he wasn't in control of that stuff? Would you? He had dressed up as Doink one night to be, you know, you know jump somebody from behind and like Jeff Jarrett did once, you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm glad Brett was the way he was and we got what we got from Brett. The only thing that sucked is the way it went out with him and Goldberg. Goldberg yeah. being a careless piece of shit who doesn't know how to work and concussing Brett after all those years of hard work and that was his, you know, his exit to the business, which is horrible. And, uh, you know, Goldberg still continues to go on to make millions of dollars in the business while destroying one of the most iconic 90s wrestling figures that ever was you know right right right, right. pathetic but i'm glad he i'm glad brett was the way he was because he did protect himself he protected his business and never went out there to have like that ha-ha stupid moment like let sean go out there and show his ass so let <laughs> you know let you know other people do the stupid corny gimmicks but brett gave it you know enough uh crap about his legacy and his family's name and all that other stuff to say I, I'll, I'll stay home you know what i mean like I didn't need the money, you know what I mean? Like he was made a ton of shit ton of money, but you know, I, 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 think, I'm, I I'm think glad AEW, AEW can use somebody like that at this point. And and there needs to be an in between because I think Bret Hart took it a little bit too far. 
you know, he, I think he took himself a little bit way too seriously. I, I think he needed to drop that world title instead of saying, no, I don't want to do it. No, you, I you, agree with that. Right. He, he should have just dropped it and did yeah. what he was supposed to do. Right. It's not, it wasn't his belt to do mm -hmm. it with. It was Vince's belt. Right. And if he wasn't going to do it the right way, they had to do it the way they did it. And I don't, right. exactly. I don't I, I, begrudge exactly. Vince the way he had, he had to do it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, personally for me, I would have put him in there with somebody who would have shot a finish on him and inside cred a little more he couldn't get him not break his leg or his arm or anything but right. just squeeze him into a finish he can't get out of you know like if, if brock there, there are guys that are strong enough to do it you know but it's just yeah they decided to do what they did and that's that's yeah. history so it is what it is but that's what made it an iconic moment so whatever so yeah. hey listen aw has some work to do for once i agree with triple h i don't typically agree with with triple h um, I think he's doing his best work now that he's not in the ring. I'm so glad he's gone. The ultimate B plus player, Triple H. You know the the the. Uh, you know, I mean, talk about somebody How dare you. that that's made it to where he is, completely pulling political strings. Good for you, bro. Um, great things behind the scenes. You know, I, I I'll give it to him to, to a certain degree. You know, but as far as you know being one of the greatest wrestlers of all time and all that other stuff. I was just never that impressed with Triple H. I don't think he would even say he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. He acts like it, you know. Well, and you he, have to. <laughs> he put himself part of, part of the bravado that is, you know, that you big know, nose and arrogance and all that other stuff. My biggest thing, Stris, with, with, with him, I mean, I always had an issue with him, as you know, and anybody who's been following me since OneWrestling.com, I've had an issue with Triple H for a long, long time. But when he beat Sting at WrestleMania, I could not believe it. Yeah, he should have put Sting over. That's I couldn't. I, I lost nah. it. I lost it on air that the next the, day. That was the right call. Of course it was. Of course it of was. Course it was. I would say so. You would say something like that. But anyhow. Sting was an inferior star from an inferior company. <laughs> he deserved to lose. He deserved to lose. All right. Let's go on to SummerSlam. It is this weekend. I can't wait. Let's talk about it. We got Logan Paul. We got Ricochet. Everything is not okay with Ricochet. It hasn't been okay with Ricochet for a long, long yeah, time. Hashtag Ricochet is no longer fine. <laughs> no, he hasn't. He's never, he was never fine. There was no. He no was long. fine once. Hashtag make Ricochet is fine. Make Ricochet great again. Hat should be sold on the <laughs> internet. Let's see, let's see what happens. But but we had we have Ricochet versus Logan Paul, and even though he's not okay, this is a good position for him, right? It's one of the best positions he's been in in a long time, if not ever yeah, in the WWE. Probably ever. Yeah. Right. It's it's a featured match. Right. He's gonna lose, or at least he should lose. But it's a it's a featured match. I, I don't think it goes past this. I think this is over. It's just for a spectacle. You're gonna see a lot of acrobatics a, a la a Will Offspray. Boy, let me tell you, Will Offspray, Ricochet, Logan Paul. I'd love to see it. I, I'd pay money for it. I think I think the match is gonna be dope. I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, uh, Logan Paul wins. At least he should. It's a one-off. It's over. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna uh, push this past SummerSlam. Bells, and then we'll go to Striz. What's up? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how this is gonna go, but Logan Paul's been great. I'm, I've I've been a huge proponent of Logan Paul and this whole yeah. kind of mini run that he's been doing here. I I like from the minute I somebody explained to me who he was the first time, like because I don't know, I I never stumbled upon this guy's YouTube videos or whatever the fuck he was doing. They made him famous. Um, I was like, oh, so he's a bad guy wrestler. Like that was kind of like the first my first take on him before he even I even really knew who he was or even what he looked like. Um, so, yeah, now he's on on TV being a bad guy wrestler. It's kind of fantastic. And uh, I think he's good and all. But like, I don't think like 
I don't know, him and Ricochet will put on a show. They'll do some springboardy kind of crazy shit. At least half of it will will go wrong too. By the way, like uh, like uh, like that that table spot at the last pay per view almost went terribly wrong. Um, but now, like Rick Ricochet can do like a six thirty splash. He could do like a double moonsault. Like a, Logan Paul can't do that kind of shit. Mm. And like I think we've confused him being really freakazoidy good at this for him being like a freakazoidy Ricochet level acrobat. And I don't think that's quite what he is, but. The match will be very interesting, I think, ultimately. I think he can match Ricochet uh, flip for flip, maybe. I, I think I he can do it. Know. Yo, Logan Paul is is just ridiculous. Dude, he's like good. American Ninja Warrior Ricochet. Oh, like, he's out there, like, fucking, like, he, I would love to watch American him run that Ninja, course. The American Ninja movies in, in the in the 80s? You remember those? Striz, you remember those? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Bells doesn't remember. Bells was like he's young. Bells yeah. is a young man. Bells was baby. born in 2015. Yeah, so. <laughs> but but uh, the American Ninja movie. Watch Bells. They're 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 bad, but they're good. The first one is actually good. I just think it's good. Then they made three others, and they're not great, but they're classic, uh, cult classic uh 80s movies that are prototypical 80s, but. Logan Paul even kind of looks like that guy, like the American. If they if they recast it and did a new American Ninja for for now, Logan Paul would work as that guy. Go ahead, Striz. Tell me what's up. Well, I mean, the match will be a spectacle. There's no doubt doubt about that. Hopefully, they don't book it to be longer than 15 to 18 minutes tops because you'll see, you know, you know them doing all types of flippity doodahs and everything. But uh. Is there, is, is, this match benefits um, Ricochet more than it benefits Logan Paul because Logan Paul is probably going to win and it's not going to be that much of a surprise. If they if they decide, hey, let's put Ricochet up, I mean, it only helps him temporarily because they don't have any long-term plans for Ricochet. We've seen him destroy the kid a million times, so there's really not much on there. But he's able to have a really good match with Logan, make Logan look great. And it'll be probably the biggest payday that uh, Ricochet's ever gotten, which is fantastic for him good and his family. Him. Yeah, it's great. And I hope he does, yeah. you know, saves that money and does something good with it. And uh, it also will, you know, when, when times come to re-up those contracts and stuff, but hey, remember that time I carried Logan Paul to a good 20 minutes of SummerSlam? <laughs> you know, they won't forget that kind of stuff. So, you know, it, it'll be good to have that feather in his cap. He could definitely use it and show people, hey, you know, hey, I have some talent here too. It's not just yeah. a one-man show with Logan Paul, you know. It's just, especially a match like that, it takes two to tango. You really need to be able to rely on your partner being in the right spaces at the right times, and be willing to either catch your body or take the hit, or you know, you got to pay a lot of attention and be at the right place at the right time. And both these guys are so well conditioned that it's like blowing up won't really be a factor. But there's still, you know, nerves are on the line and stuff. But they're both, they both, you know, Logan just was born to be in the spotlight, so he doesn't really seem to crack under the pressure of being in the spotlight. In fact, I think he thrives on it, whereas other people might, you know, the red light on the camera goes on and they freeze up. But he's the antithesis of that. But uh, overall, it'll be a great match. It'll be fun to watch. And, uh, you know, like I said, hopefully it just helps ricochet down the line. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a Logan Paul victory so they can, you know, get him in the uh, heavyweight championship, you know, picture somewhere down the Road fairly soon, I imagine. Yeah, 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 man. Let's let's talk about that. That's a potential WrestleMania match, is, is uh, or at is, least like I, a Survivor Series match or something right. like that. Seth, you know? Seth Rollins and Logan Paul 
I, I would wait. I would wait for Mania, and it, but yeah, it could go to it could go to some, uh, Survivor Series or something. A Wax Jackson in the chat. What's up, A Wax? How you doing? What's going on? Um, it's gonna be so a it's, yeah. It's gonna be a total spot fest. That, that's I. That's yeah. obvious. What I'm saying is, it'll be good to see Ricochet finally get a little piece of the pie. Right, right, right. We and finally it, it, got a piece of the pie. Guys, Chris. Listen, he's got enough. That's it. He's gonna get a piece yeah. of the pie. Let, 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 let him before let we him pass. Out. Here's the thing about him: if it was an AEW and they had the match five weeks in a row, like a best five out of seven, <laughs> yes, I would be losing my mind. Going, this is fucking ridiculous. We saw the same match with the same finish only this week. They did the finish seven times. Next week they're gonna do the finish eleven times, and the week after that they're gonna do it fifteen times. That's the difference between the WWE match where you'll see it, digest it, and move on. As opposed to the AEW, let's do the trios fucking um, Zero Miero and Ray Phoenix and Pac versus whoever the fuck. Mm. 18 weeks in a row. They did they wrestle the Bucks and whoever. Uh, 300 weeks in a row doing the best 15 out of 27 matches. And they did fucking 30 minutes with the bullshit that killed the crowd for the rest of the fucking night. That's the difference. And that's why it would piss me off in AEW as opposed to WWE. Well, there you and bow. And well, there, there you go. To take a bow, curtsy to the Strangler Steve King. All right. Okay, so we're good there. I think we all agree. Logan Paul goes over. Make Ricochet great again is trending and, uh, right and now. Logan, and Logan Paul should be the human torch in the MCU. Uh, I'm for that. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good call. I, I, I totally I, see that. Yes, I, I, can, I can definitely see that. That would be dope. Okay. Bella, you should get like a job casting. In, in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, apparently they need people in Hollywood, so um, I'll, I'll cross any picket line. I can give a fuck about the writers and the actors and right? the unions. All of them can go ahead and just, just be scabbing out there yeah, making movies. Like stay that, unemployed yeah. forever, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. But of fuck. course, I would expect I would expect nothing less from you, sir. <laughs> right. And then to be a, 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 what is it? That's the mustache of a very evil man. Yeah, yes. There are 8 billion people on this planet, and I'm sure we could find more talented writers and actors than the current crop. I'm just saying. Just saying. Uh, there you go. Okay. So uh, do we care about uh, um, Ronda Rousey and whomever she's wrestling? Shayna Baszler. Yes, it's a personal rivalry, Billy Ray. It's also going to be an MMA rules match for some weird Mm -hmm. reason. Uh, They came over to wrestling just to have to do the same shit that they left. I think they completely (laughs) screwed up Ronda Rousey, man. I think they've Uh, they've squandered some. Not not that Ronda. I think her her attitude is what squandered the push. I was about to say, not that Ronda made it easy. But you, 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 you made that type of investment. I don't know. Try to work it out here. I, I don't like this at all. I don't like well, what's going on. <laughs> Not for Rhonda anyway. What's up, Stris? I was just going to say, the video package they played on Raw the other night was actually very good. It's from yeah. Shayna's side of the fence. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, though, even though Shayna's explaining, like, you know, she was there to help Rhonda, you know, train for all of her things, and Rhonda was never there to help uh, Shayna train for her fights, but lived in Rhonda's, you know, estate for free with all these other girls that would help Rhonda work out, like, Marina Shafir's, and I can't remember the name of the other girl. They were both in NXT for a while. They really didn't do much down there. And they finally, after like three years of being under contract, were let go. But um, I still don't know who the heel and the baby face is. It's almost like Shane is kind of the baby face. Yeah, but baby. not, though, because she was the one that attacked Ronda from behind during a 
tag team title match and leaves your partner in the ring to lose the title belts. It's a very heel thing to do. And then you're trying to you're coming to find out why, but like it's like a double heel misunderstanding, but fu and fu two kind of angle. So, but like with it being an MMA rule match, it could help like that. Maybe neither one of them are babyface or heel. It's just a fight for the fight, and we'll see what happens. But I mean, I actually don't even know who would have, I'd have booked up in this. If, if Ronda's pretty much done with her dates and moving on after this, then you got to do your best with what you can with Shayna. I just wish they hadn't booked Shayna so weakly in the past two years because when she was in any uh, NXT, they had Triple H had her booked like she was a serial killer with the joint manipulation and the, like, the stalking of her opponents and the inside and outside of the ring. It was brilliant television. And then like you see her come up on TV into the main roster. And the most she does is have a couple of promos here and there where she uses cuss words where it just didn't fit and seemed like very put on. And, you know, um, the stuff with Rhonda, like they won the tag belts and then lost them like only like a week later. So it wasn't like they even built that up to become something. It was like very much hot shot. At least it appeared that way. So, you know, ultimately, like uh, maybe if, if, if it is an MMA style match, like I hope they bring like an MMA cage to do it in because that'd be kind of cool now that they have, you know, access to that kind of stuff being owned by Endeavor. That'd be a pretty neat thing if they had like this area of the arena that had its own MMA cage in it and everything like that. Dana, Dana White should show up and, and he should be ringside. They should do weigh-ins for it right, on Friday thing. night and everything, you know, the, the should, SmackDown getting ready to go into Saturday. He should walk in with, with Donald Trump, you know, and, and everybody starts losing their mind and people start Jack like Fieri. hearing. And then those people that <laughs> that that are awake and, and that actually get it start, start saying, go to jail, go to jail. Lock him up. Lock, they, they start doing that. That would be freaking amazing if that happened. I'd be all for it. And then, why uh, the world would you want to put Abraham Lincoln in jail? Abraham Lincoln is dead, but 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 Donald Trump. But his memory is very much alive and living through the greatest president, number forty-five. That's right. Yeah. Very. You very. <laughs> two, two very uh, uh, fascist presidents, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln and uh, and Donald Trump. Yeah, he um, wouldn't allow the union to split the fucking fascist. Right, right. Cocksucker. Well, let's talk to Don Jeffries. Shouts to America Unplugged. He wrote an entire book about it. The most fascist president in the history of America, Abraham Lincoln. Um, on top of that, um, Shane. I give his book the, the, uh, the. I give his book the uh, grade of four score. <laughs> Four scores seven years ago. Um, okay. Shayna Baszler wins because Ronda Rousey has to go. Right? That's the whole thing. Ronda Rousey's taking some sure. time off. But who's, who's the baby face? Shayna Baszler's the baby face. Why? And you know what they did well? Because Ronda's evil, you know, and that's that's it. That That's really what it is. But you know what they really did well here that I liked was that they had Ronda cut a pre-recorded promo in the back. And it actually came off as good and kind of authentic because it was produced. Somebody sat there and told her what to do, how to say it, and probably was like, let's do that again. And that's what you need to do with Rhonda. Don't ever have her outside talking. Keep her in the back the entire time doing that. She only comes out to beat the trash out of people. That's it. That's the way it should go. Okay, so I got Shayna. Who do you got, brother? Uh, Bells, what's up? Yeah, I'll take Shayna as well. Why not? What's up, Stridge? Yeah, I'm going Shana. There you go. We, we, we are in unison. We are of a hive mind right now. We are together as one. 
to form Voltron. And, and, and that's the way it's going to go until the end of this thing. Okay. What else do we want to talk about? We have um, Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns. They say it's the main event, that they have different main events going on. This isn't the main event. Nobody cares about this match. It's not the freaking main. Not that nobody cares. It's not the main event, though. It's not the main event. Somebody in the chat said that they're tired of the bloodline uh, storyline at this point. And I can understand your frustration. Yeah. I can understand your boredom, sir. You can see that. I can get it. I, 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 I can understand. Okay. This is going to be a good match. Both of these guys are great. Uh, I love Jey Uso. I would love for him to be the guy to beat Roman Reigns. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be pissed if he beat Roman Reigns. I would not be pissed at all. Even though it should go to Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is supposed to be the guy to do it. But if, if, if Jay does it, I wouldn't be upset. Thing is, it's not going to happen. Roman Reigns is winning. What's up, Bells? Yeah, no, I'd be very upset if Jey Uso wins this. It's just silly. It's not like there's like a long-term plan for Jey Uso to be like, uh, unless for some reason... Like Roman Reigns has got a health problem, um, a, an acting career on the horizon, and like they 100% know he's going to be gone in like a year or two. And they're trying to actually groom a quote unquote new tribal chief. There's absolutely no way Jey Uso should be the one to take the title off of Roman Reigns. Like it just shouldn't be. They, there's a million other young guys. I don't know who they may be, but there's people who are going to be here five years from now in the singles scene, in the heavyweight title picture. And uh, and Jay Uso ain't one of them, so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't foresee that being the way this shakes out at all. But yeah, it'll it'll be a good match. It'll be kind of interesting to see if they can keep main event Jay Uso anywhere in that main event tier. Like, let's say after this, he gets drafted to the other brand. Now he's chasing Seth Rollins. How does that look? That that that'd be something I'd be kind of interested in. I think they need to give him a a, a run with one of the secondary titles. Man, they have to do it before before they uh they you know th thrust them into the main event picture um i, I think he'd, i think it'd work i think eventually he's going to be there i just think they need to do they need to take that step first before they do it striz who's winning the match oh man i don't know maybe jay wins it by uh you know a disqualification or something but uh ah. but um you know is it, this is like a weird time for WWE because it seems like all the champions are very very rooted in their positions, which you haven't really seen since like the eighties when it was like the high foundation of the tag champs, you know, well, Randy Savage is the intercontinental champion. Hulk Hogan is on top. And that doesn't really change that, that you know, you know Hockey Trump man is the intercontinental champion and it stays that way for over a year. But like, um, uh, when, when, um, Cody Rhodes is the true time, whatever. Um, <laughs> with, um, <laughs> Roman Reigns being like the tribal chief and the story's been so long now, it's going to really take something special for that moment to finally happen. I pray to God it's not Cody Rhodes. I'd love to see him lose again at next year's WrestleMania. I'll probably literally ejaculate in my pants if that happens. <laughs> but like even the Intercontinental title is like so stuck on Gunther right now that it's going to take that special moment to beat him. Yeah. Same thing with the U.S. title. They've been grooming Austin Theory to be that next level guy and keeping that belt on him and giving him some time is really going to help him. Like the Usos kept the tag belts for so, so long. And now Sammy and Kevin have them. But Kevin's kind of, I don't know if he's injured or hurt, but they're not going to work this uh, show. But, uh, you know, everybody's kind of in their place, it seems like, for the long term. So I don't think you'll see a title change. But, um, you know, at least I, I think that Roman's going to give Jay a great match. He's going to make Jay look like a million bucks. 
They're going to tell a great story. And then they're going to take it home. Yeah. You know, I, I, for me, because that storyline has been going for so long now, to me, it's more important than the Cody Brock thing because it, like, it just seems so lopsided, the fight between the two of them, that I was just, no matter what Cody does to beat Brock Lesnar, I will never, ever go, wow, I bought that. Whereas you watch the crowd with finishes and stuff like that and be like, man, there are sometimes that the crowd is just like, yeah, they just, they just buy it. And it's awesome to see that happen. They're just like into it the whole time. And what happens is what they wanted to happen. And I can't believe it. They're there to witness it. Everybody jumps out of their seats and can't believe it. Then you have the finish where people are like, what? Oh. And I feel like <laughs> I know like people, there are some Cody lovers out there. Out there, I am not one of them. So when Cody does some stupid-ass thing to beat Brock Lesnar, barely keep him on his shoulders, or get whatever finish they're going to do, even if they do a thing where they fake knock Brock Brock Lesnar out. He lays down for 30 minutes after Cody pins him. I'm going to go, that was a fucking stinker. Because whenever Brock does a job, it never looks real. Because he's always so much bigger than his opponent. Even when like, like we work guys like The Undertaker or with uh, Roman Reigns, you know he's like, it's, 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 you can just see the work happening. And I hate, yeah. hate finishes like that. But when you have a guy who's been so dominant for so long and is still so big physically and you know, weighs 280 pounds and just engulfs the ring and has all the lineage to go with it. You see him lay down, it's just going to be like, ugh, he's just doing his job. It's part of the yeah. angle. It's like that's when wrestling becomes like wrestling and, you know, oh, well, this is the storyline to get Cody out of this and on to something else. Like, if that's how you feel when you watch the angle, then it was a failure. We, I want to talk about Cody last, Cody and, and, uh, and Brock, because. It's the true main event, right? And and um, it leads us into Cody Watch. But I, I do want to talk about Colin Wysong, very sexy Colin Wysong, uh, uh, definitely worthy of watching WLR, has the, the greatest and most prolific beard in all of Hameen Media. In all of Hameen, I mean, the guy is just uh, outstanding. And he says that Cody Rhodes the is, the true, is right there. the true tribal, tribal chief. Uh, Striz doesn't count. Striz, Striz is go it goes without saying. Striz is on another level. <laughs> We're talking about everybody else in Hameen Media. Um, Colin Wysong, ladies and gentlemen, that dude uh, uh, says that uh, Cody Rhodes is the real tribal chief, and I believe him. I believe him. We'll talk about that later, though. We'll leave that one for last. Um, okay. So all of us took uh, Roman Reigns here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, we, we are right down the middle in Mr. unison. Patico. 100% in in stereo like uh Joey Styles would say back in the day when uh when the eliminators would do a simultaneous moonsault in stereo what's up a track okay Gunther versus uh what's his name Drew, Drew. McIntyre right this is going to be another good match Gunther uh was great on Monday night raw with my dude thank you was yeah, fantastic. Was yeah. if, if if that guy got the intercontinental title put on him i'd have been like yes let's do it i really would have i really would have been all for that that being said gunther retains ladies and gentlemen he will not lose it to drew mcintyre there is no reason to give it to drew mcintyre if they give it to drew mcintyre it is a waste of a storyline for gunther in my opinion what's up bells nope i'm exactly what you just said that's yeah. i have nothing more to add 
damn, damn. That makes me want to take it back, but I can't. But I can't because <laughs> we're right. What's up, Striz? What you got? Well, he uh, Gunther is only like 35 days away from matching the Honky Tonk Man's reign as the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. And so I have to say that it does not look good for Drew McIntyre, at least not if I had the book, because I would get him right up to that Honky Tonk Man thing and bust right through it and finally have somebody who beat that streak, even though Pedro Morales had it longer, but it was over two reigns. Um, but the, the Honky Tonk Man one is the most iconic run for Intercontinental Champion in the history of that title. So I would have a brand new Intercontinental belt ready to go. I'd already have it in my office. And on the night he breaks it, the next night on Raw or SmackDown, wherever show he's on, I'd have a big presentation and, and present him with the brand new belt. The other one's retired. You know, you're now the known as the greatest Intercontinental Champion in the history of the WWE. And then he goes on to some whatever new businesses. Somebody comes out to challenge him or whatever he wants to do. But I would have him finally be the guy that breaks that 30-something year-long streak. Then the honky-tonk man comes out and hits him with the shake rattle. Yeah. And, <laughs> and pins him and wins the belt. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I think Gunther, Gunther keeps the belt. So still 100%. We're all picking the same things. Because oh, yeah. we know what's going on here. We know how this is going to turn out. Okay. Take it to the bank. You go bet your, your life savings. I know a lot of you are struggling with inflation. The Biden administration has sucked you dry. That's well, right. now here's a chance. Not in a good way either. No. Yeah. no. So now no, that's, here's- that's the Harris administration eventually. <laughs> Willie that's Brown. in, that's in, uh, in 2024 when, when uh, Joe Biden beats Donald Trump again. And then Probably. he gets sick. And Kamala Harris takes over. The, that's what's going to happen. I'm predicting SummerSlam, but I'm also predicting the future of the United States of America. That's why they call me uh, 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 Billy Ray Domus, ladies and gentlemen, because I, I just got it. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, Gunther wins. We got that. All right. Seth Rollins and and I'm doing this off top. I don't I'm, I don't even have the list in, on, in front of me. Can you believe it? Mitchell. Okay. So Seth Rollins versus uh, uh, Prince Debbie. What's going on? What are we doing here? For the freaking world title. Um, Seth Rollins uh, is going to win, of course. Uh, Fergal Devitt does not stand a chance. But, but, um, the thing to look at here is the cash in, right? And I think, I think, and this is the controversial one, right? If this doesn't happen, don't hold it against me. Okay, don't hold it against me. I'm not, I'm not putting the official stamp of approval on it. It's just speculation. I'm just throwing it out there, right? Damian Priest decides that he is going to cash in after Finn Balor loses to Seth Rollins in a grueling match. And, and Seth Rollins is, is, is debilitated. And he, you know, so, so Damian Priest comes out, gives the briefcase, is about to win the title, but Fergal Devitt gets pissed off. He's like, screw you, dude. And he kicks him in the back. And, and beats the trash out of him. What's going on? Oh, my God. What's going on here? I can't believe it. I can't. Oh, my God. That's what you're going to hear. And then and then Seth Rollins <laughs> pins him. He loses his cash in, starting the feud between Fergal Devitt and Punishment Martinez, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's going to happen. I'm just saying. What's up, Bells? How crazy am I? Uh, not, not crazy. I, I, I'm not 
particularly confident in my pick, so I can't exactly say that I, I think yours is definitely wrong. But uh, I think Balor's going to win. I think they're, I think they're going to put this oh. on Balor. I, I think that'd be dope. I, actually, I think I would Judgment Day is kind of hotter, uh, like a hot property. It's kind of rolling along right now. Obviously, with your boy Dom Dom and Mommy, and we're like, why not? Like, let's let's put all the belts and all the hardware in this group. And now, now you've got that tension with punishment and uh and and prince devitt so uh you can kind of <laughs> play that whole angle like for a while and seth rollins can go shoot another movie or you know pop another kid into becky lynch or whatever he's gonna go do and we can uh you know he doesn't need this belt and the, I, I think him having it he's had it for a little while now hasn't been that long but he's he's had a lot of defenses under his belt already considering the period of time that he's had it and now boom uh, he passes it off and he can go do whatever he's you know meant to do. Gotcha. Gotcha. That I, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it if they did that. They're not gonna, but I wouldn't hate it if they did. Striz, what's up? Uh, I'm really bored with Seth Rollins and all his fucking entities, all these gimmicks that he's done. <laughs> oh, it's the worst, brother. It's just so cringy. Hmm. I would like to see him get beat. I don't care who beats him, if it's, if it's Finn or... Priest comes in with the briefcase and wins him, wins the belt. I don't care how they do it to get the belt off him and give Seth Rollins six months off. Give him a nice long vacation. Yeah, have him come back at the Rumble where people will be happy to see him again and give him something going into Mania. Okay, but enough, enough with the stupid nonsensical laughing for no reason. That's not what a ba- baby faces don't do. That it's a terrible. I, I'm sick of seeing people like try to do versions of the Joker. It's just it's it's fucking stupid. And it's way overdone at this point. He's been doing it for way too long. He just needs to go the fuck away. And uh, if he was gone for like 17 years, that'd be perfect. But I'll take six months. Just let him come back to the, the Rumble and let people say, oh, yeah, Seth Rollins, yay. And then that'll, I'll be fine with that. Then I'll give him a nice match at Mania where he works with like five of the guys, maybe in the Money in the Bank match. Who knows? Who, who cares? But like... Just get him off TV for a while because I'm just I'm just so beyond it at this point. Okay, so this is the first time in the entire prediction show that we've gone in a separate direction. The streak has been broken, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, I can't tell you what happens after this. Uh, a, a solar eclipse, maybe a couple of typhoons. Godzilla, Godzilla will destroy Japan again. J- destroy Tokyo. After this, I tried to keep it together. I tried to keep our predictions the same. Unfortunately, Bellows went in a different di- in a different direction, causing mayhem and cataclysms throughout the earth. Okay, Henny Powers, NBA Young Baller, gotta win. I love it. I love that name. They should they should instantly change his name to M- NBA Young Baller. NBA I don't get it. it. Okay, it's a rapper, NBA Young Boy, um, and now NBA Young Baller or whatever, and and that would. You know, come <laughs> I was going to say, like, that was 42. He's <laughs> <laughs> not young, but whatever. Still a young boy. Right, right. Yeah, and, uh, still and, uh, and that would completely change the dimension of the dude and, and maybe make him relevant again. Uh, I'm, I'm with it, Henny Powers. I think, you, I think you're on to something, sir. Okay. Uh, you were talking about Becky Lynch here. And so mm-hmm. let's go to Becky Lynch versus uh, who is Becky Lynch wrestling? I know she's wrestling. Imagine Trish. Trish Stratus, Stratisfaction, ladies and gents. And I think this one's very easy. Uh, Becky Lynch wins. And I don't want to talk about it any further than that. What's up, Bells? I agree. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Stratus, what's up? 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All yeah. right, <laughs> moving nope. right along. Move, moving along, nothing to see here. Uh, you know, I think I think Becky needs some time off too, so her and Seth yeah. can just go away for a little bit. I, and, I, uh, I did. Know. I also didn't need an extended Trish Stratus run in twenty twenty. No, by the way, no, like I didn't need needed. it. Yeah, and nobody why would. Yeah, and to have her be a heel, at least maybe at the end of the match, she'll turn babyface. But hopefully, at least do the turn before she goes away because. It, it's been a terrible run, and it was completely unnecessary. And having her just come out to shake hands would have been good. Like we didn't need the run, but uh, they never even brought Lita back to like kind of sew this up. So maybe she'll come back for the show to have some say in the uh, finish. Unless you'll interfere in the match or something. All right, I I, I think there's a big little closure to the whole angle. I think there's only one match of relevance left. I don't know if there. Oh, there's a battle royal going on apparently. I don't know who's nice. in it. I know AJ Styles. Oh, is that on Friday night or is that on? I think that's on the night of the pay per view. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. Otis oh, is going to win that. Maybe the rumors are that LA Knight will win. I don't think LA Knight stands a chance because he's too over. Like the, everybody loves him, and and Vince McMahon will have to have him lose just to, to go laugh somewhere. I'd love for LA Knight to win. I'd love for LA Knight to win. I don't see it happening. Yeah. If you don't know. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, and uh, so the main event, let's go to the main event, the match everybody wants to see, Brock Lesnar versus the, the real tribal chief, Cody Rhodes. The Cody Rhodes documentary is on point, right? It's, it, it's really good. It goes through his entire uh, uh, run in professional wrestling. And, and just the respect that I have for AJ Styles, same one I kind of have for Cody Rhodes for leaving. He left. You know, and, and, and while he is hateable, you know, and, and he will probably go back to being very hateable, I got to respect the move. He was like, peace, I'm out, you know, and I'm like, you guys aren't giving me what I want. And then he went in and tore it up and, and lit the world on fire and to the point where Vince McMahon had to go get him back. Flew down there and said, come back to the WWE, kid. You know, and, and then they blew it at Mania, of course, and, and, and the worst call ever in the history of professional wrestling. You know, and, and I remember, and I, I will say it always and often, I went on the air and I said it was the wrong move. It was a bad move. It was the, the worst decision. And you got all the people hopping on the bandwagon telling me it was the right move that I didn't know what I was talking about, that I was a crazy person. And um, not so crazy anymore, am I? Am I? Well... Now let's see what develops with the true tribal chief, um, um, Cody Rhodes. And I will go first. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is going to win this match. I think that's easy to, to deduce, right? I mean, he has to win the match, especially after this documentary was, was pretty much just pointing him to the WWE title. So he will be WWE champion barring some injury or something. Would it have the same effect as it would have been written in the last WrestleMania? I don't think so. Regardless of that, he will have the belt on him. He's going to beat Brock Lesnar clean at SummerSlam. It's going to be a clean victory, right? And, and that's going to be the end of it. And, and uh, whether people believe it or not, people want that. This is what people want. People want Cody Rhodes to win. People want Cody Rhodes to win in a convincing fashion. And when he does, he's going to get a very large pop, a huge one. Um, we'll be back here next week to talk about the massive pop he gets when he wins because that's what's going to happen. Um, after that, it gets really tricky to book this guy. I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm going to be looking forward to seeing it. 
He's going to beat him convincingly. The, the point of professional wrestling is suspending your disbelief. We believed in a dead guy coming to WrestleMania and beating people for years upon years upon years, right? So sometimes you're just going to have to buy into the big guy getting his ass whooped. Sometimes the big guy does get his ass whooped, right? Doesn't happen often. And I know Brock Lesnar's a killer of epic proportions, but he went to the UFC and got his ass beat several times, right? Um, it, it, it happened, right? So, I mean, let's, let's suspend our disbelief. Cody Rhodes is going to beat this guy clean to, to, to defeat the beast and move himself onto uh, challenging for the WWE title and winning it at WrestleMania. At least that's the way it looks now. I don't know. All right, Bells, what's up? All right, I'm going to do it. Uh, do it. Brock over. Oof. Brock's going over a la the same way he went over Randy Orton at SummerSlam oh. all those years ago. Uh, wow. And it's gonna get real ugly. And I only, I, I think that uh, that's my official pick for the record. That's what I'm going Brock over, uh, because for all the re- for for the reason that you mentioned, Billy Ray, is that it gets really hard to book him from here on out. Even if you're planning on, even if you're planning on having him win the Rumble and do this all over again, what do you do from now till January with him? So I think they might stretch this Brock thing out. <laughs> for fucking three out of five or four out of Mm. seven, even like, why the fuck not? Just like who else, what other tier is there from Brock Lesnar? There is none. So you have to try to find some way to either keep him at that level or, you know, go some other route. Like I think we talked about last week. So my official pick Brock over, they're going to find a way to stretch this out into five matches ultimately and keep Cody in that, you know, upper echelon for as long as possible Mm. until we get to Royal Rumble or Cody over, Cody celebrating, and a returning Randy Orton comes out of nowhere, RKO's him, and sets yeah. up the next feud. <laughs> that is possible. Yeah. Right? Both of those are possible, actually, Bells. You know, if they take the first route and have Brock win, it, it damages for, uh, Cody Rhodes' brand even further, you know, moving on to that, to that world title. Bro- uh, yeah. Cody needs to win this match. Uh, not what right. you said, was, and he needed wild. to win at WrestleMania. Like he's he's yes. done. They've done the pull the rug out from underneath us before, right. folks. It happened right. less than six months no, ago. You, I can't argue with that. You, you, you're right. You're right. You know, um, I can't argue with that. But Cody needs to win this match. Um, but yeah, you can look out for Randy Orton, and that's a good way to do it. A Randy Orton feud moving forward would keep him relevant. You know, would keep him. Yeah. But then again, then again, Randy Orton is so over. Right. It's the That's test. It's like an ultimate test in a certain way. Like, can he yeah. can he stay hot even in a feud with Randy Orton? And if and not, then you pump the brakes. Me. You go to L.A. Night or whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> that, that's what scares me about about Cody. I I don't know. Listen, I I like that's Cody. because he's not really over. He's right. over, Steve. Can, no, can he's he not. No, he's, he's not. Like uh, I I people don't are just know. going along for the ride. He's not really over. You didn't have to question I, I, how you could book Austin. Gosh, but who, who was over here? like Stone Cold Steve Austin? There's only a handful of people. Like a a the, the, the greatest of all time. Mankind. Uh, he was over as fuck. You never question where where are they going to put him? Because he could lose. He could go over. He was so over that even when he lost, he, he didn't lose any momentum whatsoever. It's different That's time. being over. This is my whole point about how Cody Rhodes should have won at Mania. This is my entire point being being being. No, he shouldn't have because he was never truly over. 
but but it was just it's just a pop for his. But return. that's why they brought him back. They brought him back. They for brought him back to do a job that Roman Reigns. No, no. Then, if they then, brought him back to go over, he would have went over. Then they wasted their money. It was no, the they wrong. Didn't. They made everybody believe that he was going to be the guy. They filled a fucking stadium for two days so people could watch him win the belt, and they didn't. So they could keep the Roman Reigns thing going. He served his purpose. He filled the arena. He got people to believe. They pulled the fucking banana peel. Boom, the kid falls on his ass on his big night, and they didn't get there just because he wasn't ready for the big time. That is short-sighted uh, booking right there. Very short-sighted. It's not because their their long-term goal wasn't had, didn't have anything to do with Cody. And, and, it was and, Roman. And, and, and the fact that we're talking about how Cody – can lose his momentum right now only proves that he should have won the title. Only at proves that he was never over to begin with. Because uh, if a babyface loses and he's that fucking over, people will have sympathy with him and keep him where I'm top because the, they'll force it to happen. When they when they knock Brian, Daniel Bryan's legs out from under him because the office didn't want him on top and everybody knew the office didn't want him on top, what happened? He only got bigger. I think he was over at that time. I think he, I don't think, I know. He you was can bring Daniel Bryan back today. People still go, yes, yes, yes. He was the highest merch seller of WrestleMania weekend, Cody Rhodes was. And I believe he's still the highest merch seller right now. Cody Rhodes is the main baby face in WWE right now. Can he maintain is a different story. Can Ooh. you be over and then not over? It happens. Just because you're over once doesn't mean you're going to stay over the entire time. At WrestleMania... It was oh he was over. That was the time to strike, and they screwed it up. And I am hurt for life, scarred for life. I will never get over this moment. And and if if Cody Rhodes goes to WrestleMania and loses again, I will never watch wrestling again. I'm done <laughs> with professional don't, wrestling. Don't say that. Don't say. I, I've said this before. Okay, Shriz, and I'm back. So I can't. You can't. I can't be held. To it. <laughs> I'm gonna throw something at you, Billy Ray. What, what if? Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes never really left WWE mm. and he went to AEW as a fucking mole. Nah, he's not that yeah. good of an actor. I've seen him on Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, WWE has been historically a very petty company who will put the boots to anybody who they don't want over in any regard. But even when, um, Cody was gone, and in the very inner workings of AEW, they were still doing the Dusty Rhodes classic and things like, you know, like that. That's not something historically WWE would have ever done. Yeah. I think they were doing it as a rib because they weren't, like, letting him use his last name while he was outside of WWE. So they're like, fuck you, we'll use your last name (laughs) while you're out. That could have been all a part of the work, too, though, you know? Could have been. Could have been. So... Time, oh, here's time to do it, guys. This, this, hold what's on, up? real quick. What's I got one last nightmare Cody yeah. scenario, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, is that they uh, in 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 an attempt to find something for him to do between now and his his eventual Rumble win or whatever the fuck? What if they have him go over Gunther and they do like a double title thing at WrestleMania? How do you know um, he wins both belts at Mania? Like, well, he'd have the Intercontinental title by the time he got to Mania. But, yeah, I mean, like, in an attempt to try to keep him hot. Like, I mean, who else would you try to challenge to warm up for Roman Reigns right now other than the other guy who's been undefeated for, like, over a calendar year? Hmm. To a certain extent, it kind of makes – I don't know. If there's anybody that's comparable to a Lesnar at this point other than an Orton – 
Well, they, if if um, Drew didn't win the belt, maybe he turns heel. Cody could have that to work with. The big, strong, you know, monster heel to try to, you know, put another mountain to climb. And I can see them, you know, um, sacrificing Drew as a heel to if they wanted to keep yeah. Cody over as a baby. At least that's at least it's something for him to uh, brag about, you know. Yeah. Do, do we all agree that Cody Rhodes is winning? Nah, I got. Oh Brock. no, you I'm said Brock. Brock. Screw you, Bells. All right. right, I get it though. I get it. Brock, you know, hey, let's see what develops. I'm, I'm, I am, I am interested in SummerSlam. I can't wait to be honest. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm gonna have fun watching. Um, it all, it also means that the summer is over, ladies and gents. So, so get it in while you still can. Good point. I was gonna bring that up, and I forgot. Is it, does that mean it's the end of the summer streak? Yeah. Well, hey, we're getting close. Whoa. It is August now. It's crazy. How fast did this thing go by? You know, really quick, really. I mean, there. I just saw them promoing football all night long during NXT. So <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. Like the football starts this Thursday. Like Jesus like, Christ, practice. You know, scrimmage games. That's just nuts. It's nuts. It's going by so. But quick. you know what? Like now we're on the cusp on my favorite time of year because after August, here comes September. You know, everything starts to cool down. Have those nice chilly mornings. The leaves start to turn colors, although out here in Arizona, that means they'll get down to 95 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the highest yeah. uh, summer on record here, mm-hmm. which has been unbelievable. But uh, right, so it's been the hottest to a cooler summer mornings. Yeah. The hottest summer on the planet. That's yeah. because the 1111 boy has been doing all this recording. Sure, absolutely right. right. Be very, very quiet. We're hunting for wabbits. I don't know. I just felt like I just felt like the right time to say that. It was I don't know. I'm not saying it was. It just felt like it. Okay. All right. That that is your summer slam. I'll do it again. I'll do it again, Bells. All right. Don't do it, watch, please. Watch the mustache. All right. Um. Anyway, Billy race Tradamus, whatever the fuck you guys <laughs> new you know, uh, nickname you gave yourself this Cody week, Rose, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of that, Billy the Kid. What's up, Stris? What I was gonna say. Speaking of like, um, you know, all the damn. You know, Summer is coming to an end and, you know, falls right around the corner. That brings us to people's favorite um, Boom. Oh, holidays. God damn it. We still got to do this shit. <laughs> I'll make Fuck it quick. There's holidays. not that many. There's only like, <laughs> there's, only, there's like less than 20 people on the list this week. Oh, wow. Apparently people well, don't like holidays. What's up with you guys? I'm not man. over. What do you want from me? Good. Hey, are you ready to do this? We'll, we'll blast through it real quick. Let's do it. And then we'll end with the two of you fine fellas. Nice. My, my my favorite holiday has always been Christmas. I love it. It's, I think it's great, but I love the fall season. Anything that happens between like September and like New Year's is just the greatest time of year for me. I, I just love it. That I even even as a kid, I enjoyed getting ready to go back to school just because it just meant like everything cool was right around the corner. So, nope. My answer was was Christmas. Christmas. All right, first up on the list, uh, the chosen one. What's going on, dude? He up, came in with a little haha one, but some people, I guess, maybe do. Celebrate this. He said Festivus. Festivus nice. for the rest of us. That's right. Get the aluminum pole out, Jerry. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> <laughs> the airing of the grievances. Yes. <laughs> Classic. All right. Up next is Jay Reezy Min. What's going on, Jay Reezy? Jay Riz. Just coming back from What's vacation, up, I think, with his son. That's, I hope you guys had a great time. His favorite right. um, holiday, Thanksgiving, which is a great holiday. I guess I, I, I call Thanksgiving Christmas Junior. Yeah, because it's pretty much not even about Thanksgiving anymore. It's about you know the sales and the specials and going out on 
Brown Thursday, which it's called now, and because you have Black Friday. Are you People serious? Go, yep, they go out on Brown Thursday after they have their turkey dinner, and they go get those specials, wow. the doorbuster deals. And hey, I'll raise my hand and say guilty as charged. I have done that with my in-laws, and we go out as soon as dinner is cleaned up, and we shop until we drop. And it's it's, it's actually, believe it or not, it's a it's so much fun. I prefer light skin Wednesdays, to be honest. Do you really? Yeah, I was going to say all these ethnic days. We're running out of know, we're running right? out of ethnicities and or days. I don't know. We'll find out. I <laughs> well, mean, we're going to have to go to genders. We'll never run out of those. White true. Mondays. Very true. <laughs> White Monday. <laughs> Marshmallow Monday. All right. Up next, we have Craig E.H. What's going on, bro? What up, Greg? Uh, his favorite holiday is Christmas. Christmas time. Nice. Yeah, you can't beat it. Fiendish Dr. Wu. He's the only Ooh, one who said woo. this this week. And I'm actually kind of surprised. Uh, I think he's the only one who said it. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo is dope. Nice. That's the excuse for every white person to get shitty drunk and eat tacos. Right. So, so we even went as far thing. as to put on fake mustaches this year at the Bellow household. Yeah, we we culture culturally appropriated the <laughs> fuck out of the Mexican culture this year. Very nice. Do something about it. <laughs> you can buy you, you got money to buy fake mustaches, right? But you ain't got money to pay me my money. That's right. right? Crazy. Fake mustaches are, uh, you know, they're expensive. Right. They don't come free. Anyway, up next we have Dan Heffron. What's going on, Dan? What up, Heff? Up, He's a Thanksgiving guy. Now, when it comes to Thanksgiving, what's your favorite course or like thing to have during Thanksgiving? For me, it's stuffing. Stuffing. Lasagna. Lasagna. What about you, Cranberry Bells? sauce. To uh, can-shaped cranberry sauce. In Absolutely. Yeah. And it better better be in the shape of a can. You better not fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. It still be in the shape of a can. Don't you dare make tray. it from scratch, you fucking right. moron. Why would you, <laughs> you do such a thing? Some people like put it in a bowl and like kind of mix it. Like, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That's Those riches are there for a reason. That's how you know where to slice it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Up next. Anyway, Jose Van Dam. What's going on, Jose? What's up? J-V-D. Stop, bro. He's the he's the first one, but not the only one who said this. Halloween. Halloween. Ooh. Now, if you go yeah. back and you look at his tweet, he says he's been wearing the same costume for ten years. He's dressed up as some lady in like a white silky <laughs> nightgown with a white mask on his face. That's kind of weird. But wait, man, whatever you do, you man, you, yeah. you have fun. Dude, you got to switch it up, man. Like dress up as an old lady, you know, instead of a, a right, young right. lady. You know, you got right. you got to switch it up from year to year. Up next, we got Mandir. What's going on, Mandir? My favorite chimera, half man, half amazing. What's going on? My dear. All right. That's right. And I, as if anybody could have guessed, Halloween is his favorite Halloween. time of year. He's a nut. I can't imagine why. What's going on, man, dude? You're a good dude. Up next, we have one true Bobo. What's going on, dude? Bobo. He's another Halloween guy. You can't, you can't, you can't beat okay. Halloween. That's my wife's favorite holiday. When she was a little kid, she actually made up a song that her dad recorded on like a little tape recorder she said she was singing a song called who wants a birthday on halloween it's the cutest song in the world she was probably like seven or eight years old singing it and we to this day will always go who wants a birthday on halloween because that was her favorite still is there she she actually used to dress up when she'd go to work on halloween she'd always wear a costume you can't take the kid out of her she that's that's, that's awesome that she still does that stuff I love that's it. cool up next we have jimmer monroe what's going on jimmer so jimmer He's the only dude who said this. The 4th of July. 4th of July is wow. adult. I love one. the 4th of July. It's the peak of the summer, man. You get the grill right. going, some yeah. pool parties. 
you know, fireworks and burgers. Yeah, it's 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 always fun. Play Real American by Hulk Hogan a few Absolutely. times. Absolutely. Teresa wore her Real American T-shirt on the Fourth Hell of July yeah. this year. She's got like eighteen Hulk Hogan shirts, so you get to That's choose the which one. Walk out uh, into the street, start randomly pointing at people. <laughs> you, you, no, no, hold him. On the phone. Up next, we have Frank's pickle barrel ass. What's going on, Frank? What up, Frank? <laughs> now, I can understand why he says this. He says Christmas, but it's probably going to be because he has all the kids, you know, like that must be really fun. I've never oh, gotten yeah. to experience that, never having kids, of having like the tree all loaded up and seeing the kids come running downstairs and be excited. So, that, I mean, I remember being a kid doing that, but I've never mm -hmm. been in that position of getting to see kids do that. So, I can imagine it must be a thrill and a half to see that. You guys obviously have experienced that being yeah. dads yourselves. It's the best. It's, it's gotta right. be cool. It's not right. It's not right. Yeah, it's like we're gonna have credit card bill while she's opening up. She's like, "God damn it!" <laughs> it's a little muddy <laughs> vacuums. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Up next, we have Doctor Guitar. What's going on, dude? Doctor Guitar, what's going what's up, on, Doc? buddy? How you doing? What's going hey. on? He's he's a Halloween guy. Halloween. Nice. Up next, we got Big Evil Pops. What's going on, Big Evil? What up, Pops? Again, another Halloween dude. Halloween okay, is dope. no surprise there. Yeah. yeah. And we have Colin Weisstrom. What's going on, Colin? What up, Colin? Hi, Andrew Colin. Bellows, kayfabe best friend. And he says Christmas, and I'm sure it's because of the kids. You know, he's got the two little ones. It's true. So right. he's still in prime Christmas time. He's right also there a ho, ho, ho. Age. So there you go. Yeah, he's a bit of a ho, ho, ho. Ho's in this house. Now, do you, no, when you he's guys, a, he's uh, a ho ho ho. Like he he will suck right. a dick for a ho ho. That's what I'm. That's right. That's right. Now, when you guys are um, on Christmas Eve, are, are you guys the ones that'll take the bite out of the cookie, Hell like yeah. the sip of milk? That's yeah. I do all that. Yeah. Oh yeah, all cool, that. Cool. That's pretty neat. Cool. All right. Now, uh, we have Bello on this list. I'm going to tell everybody what Bello's is. They're very shocked by this. By the way, Juneteenth is uh, Bella's favorite holiday. <laughs> I, was, I was shocked when I saw it, but good for you, Bella. Shit, I should have said Juneteenth. I don't... <laughs> well, you know, I couldn't make out like what it was saying. Like I saw a picture of the Capitol building. Oh, yeah, right? I don't know what it was saying. Yeah, it was it was okay. all the morons marching on the Capitol because that's January 6th, <laughs> which just <laughs> happens to be my birthday. Um, so, yes, that is my there favorite is. holiday. There it is. It's Insurrection Day. I get to be reminded. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Awesome. I, I, I hope I got to pop you with the Juneteenth thing. Yeah, the Juneteenth is solid. That was good. I, I'm upset. I I'm sick of it. I was, I was, I was like, he really put that down, didn't he? I, I believe <laughs> All right, Billy Ray, what's, what's yours? And we'll get we'll start getting out of here. What's, what's your I, I love all the holidays, man. But if, if I had to choose, if I had a gun to my head, it would be Christmas time. And, 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 and by Christmas time, I'm lumping in Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. It's yeah. all the same to me. After Thanksgiving, that's yeah, it's that, all the same, really, from that point right, forward. Right. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving is the first night of, of, of WrestleMania, and and uh, and uh, Christmas is the second night, mm -hmm. and and uh, and uh, what is it? New Year's is the main event. That's it. Like that's the yeah. it's the, the greatest time. Hey, I got. I was gonna give honorable mention to Father's Day because that's a that's a that's a big one these days uh, for for me in the, particular. The, 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 My the, kid the, actually the, has to buy me shit now. Like she actually has like money and like feels compelled to physically spend it on me. It's awesome. just that alone is worth it. Doesn't even matter what she buys. The fact that she had to pull money out of well, I guess they don't fucking do that anywhere. The fact that she had to enter her card information into Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> what did she get you this past year? Uh, she got me a Funko Pop of Star Lord from a uh, Guardians Three. 
don't uh, remember. And the hair around the thing is remarkably like mine, which is what why she said she got me that one in particular. Cool. I remember you saying that now. That's amazing. Yeah, but uh, it's it's Christmas time, man. And and whenever the kids would put stuff under the tree, they don't believe in Santa anymore. But last year was the last time my little guy believed in Santa. Um, and uh, they put stuff under the tree. I would eat it, you know. And uh, my grandma would do it for me. And she and I would say, can can we put cookies under the tree? And she's like, no, Santa doesn't like cookies. And he gets cookies from everybody else. Santa wants oranges and a glass of water. I was like, why does he want to go? He's like, that's what Santa wants. And it was her. She would eat the oranges and have vitamin a C. Water. All the time. That's what she wanted. Um, and I remember it well. So yeah, it's the greatest season ever. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love it. It all the still time. feels magical sometimes. You it know? always it's feels magical to me. It's it's it, even though it doesn't feel the same, it still it still feels magical. You know, um, I, I, I love it. And I love New Year's because of the Twilight Zone marathon. And, and and that's what I do, man. I sit there, watch Twilight Zone. I have dude, kids. I love that's one of my favorite days is just sitting there watching all those Twilight episodes. The best. There's nothing like it. And it's freezing cold outside. At least it should be, you know, and you're home and it's warm mm-hmm. and you got your family there and you're just it's just I love it. It's nothing yeah. like fridge is full of leftovers. Yeah, that's it. That's that's the way to do it. All right. That, those were the shout outs for the week. That was a dope topic. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. Thank, Thank you, everybody, everybody that stuck around and watched live and participated in the chat. And everybody that's listening after the fact, what is going on? My name is Billy Ray Valentine. This is the Wednesday Locker Room. I hope you enjoy SummerSlam. Bells, tell them where they can find you. You could find me on X at the Andrew Bello. That's T H to the E A N to the D R E W B E L O. Also uh, on the YouTubes under the same name. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. Oh, and also, by the way, I voted myself Emperor of, of Earth. And if you challenge the votes, I'll just throw you in a gulag. Have a good night, uh, everyone. I'll take it, though. I'll, I'll take it. For selfish reasons, if Bello was Emperor of Earth, I would take it. Because he'd be forced to do something right by me. Even though he wouldn't want to. He would what still I, do it. He would still do it. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, a, really, I feel like really you're the first dumb. one in the gulag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Brisson. Really, mostly because of the murder shed. Yeah. Yeah. Kill shed. That's Brisson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what um, I'm saying. Then Brisson. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. The hottest summer on record. You think there's any coincidence here? It's the 1111 boys, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm saying. Remember when I told you I was shutting down New Japan professionally? And then it happened? Do you remember that? Yes, I do. It is the hottest summer on record. And we said from the beginning it was the summer of Strizz. Absolutely no coincidence. And this is my first, well, I guess I was here last summer for Arizona, but (laughs) I was here this summer. Oh my God, this is an effing scorcher. 118 is not natural. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) It was not fun. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's finally starting to cool down. It was a nice, breezy 106 today. And uh, it, was, it felt much better, believe it or not. But, uh, yeah, um, thanks to everybody who participated in the uh, shout-outs. We'll do something again next week. Follow me on the X. Strangler Steve underscore. And uh, we'll do something again next week. I'll try to come up with something that's a little more fun. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I enjoyed the holiday thing. I'm not sure how didn't. Seemed like with the lack of names, didn't get over that big, but I'll try to think of something a little more fun next week. Ah, If you guys have an idea, let me know. And um, and that goes for the listeners, too. If you have an idea, there's a question that maybe you want to hear, like what the listeners are, you know, an interest that everybody might have, hit me up and let me know what you think, and uh, we'll have some fun. And we'll talk about SummerSlam. We'll do all that stuff. I'm sure next week we'll go over 
all the finishes and how we were wrong for every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be great, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you you tune in next week to hear us talk about SummerSlam. Shouts to the Professor Shabella Vela Cruz and A Track Brown, the dirtiest of the city. What is going on? Shouts to the Ayatollah Ben Hamin. Shouts Yo, to Colin Wisong, Big Ray Hernandez, the vet. What's going on? I heard Jargo, Jargo and Victory are back together. I heard that on the Friday locker room. That's pretty nice. dope. My man Striz is on the Friday locker room, making it the, the best show all over the place every Friday to listen to, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you go check that. Shouts to Stevie Richards, man. Uh, who else we got? Who else we missing? I don't know. But shouts to everybody else that's doing stuff on media that I may not know what's going on. The channel attitude over there. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. All right? Um, take it easy. Do your thing. Yo, Bells. Hey, Bells. What's up, man? Yo, I'll catch a punk ass down the road. <sighs> You punk bastard. I'll catch you. I'll catch you down the road and shave your mustache at that. Fuck I do to you, girl. man. Don't get up cool. out Well, we're not. We're not cool. All right. Peace. Uh, you're not cool. That's the difference. I like, I like, I like yeah? big kitties. He does. He does. He does. Okay. Boom. Still on the air. We're still on the air. We're still on the air. We're still.